What up, talking fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up. It's yours truly, Mike, or it's five o'clock, and we got a good one for you today, guys. And remember, today's episode is brought to you by the BetStamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers are using Google Flights and Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sportsbook will determine how much you can possibly win, even when betting on the same outcome. Different sportsbooks will offer varying payouts. These differences can be huge. Thankfully, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sportsbooks. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player pops, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances on winning long-term. On average, BetStamp users win an extra $1,000 plus yearly just by line shopping. You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple iOS store, Google Play store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code Talking fight and start your journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, you can always enter our code in your BetStamp account settings afterwards, guys. Go check it out again www.betstamp.app or just do me a favor and hit up these QR codes. Now, without further ado, we have a man here today, uh, the newly crowned IBC welterweight champ. Uh, none other than Bradley Wilcox. Let's bring him in and uh, get uh, this interview underway. Brad, the champ. The champ is here. The champ is here. Yes, Brad, thanks for coming up. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, great, great event. May 6th, historical night. Two belts up for grabs. First time ever in Brantford. Uh, you walk away with uh, with the victory over Lerone White in the uh, third round with a, with, a, with a nasty finish, man. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So the uh, the fight leading up to it, how, how were you feeling going into it? I know you were real confident. You had your game plan, uh, which it looks like you executed perfectly to the T. Uh, just walk us through the night. Uh, to be honest, it, it felt good kind of fighting somebody local. Uh, uh, you probably ask, ask Spencer, and obviously everybody knows it kind of got heated at the end there. But uh, like leading up to it, there was a little bit of tension as well. Right. So it felt good finally, like getting that because they probably haven't had that since like the amateurs when you're kind of staying in the same hotel as the guy you're fighting, kind of thing. Right. Uh, other than that, it was it was good. It was exciting. Uh, I'd like to give a big thanks to Wisdom Promotions and uh, Bill Williams for obviously making it possible for me to fight for my first title on their first show. So definitely, yeah, it was great. Uh, we did ringside uh, announcing. Honestly, what a great event! Um, first round. Um, I, I kind of noticed that uh, he did come up with a different game plan from the last time I saw him against Lee Reeves. Uh, did you notice that in, in his game that he had, had some things change up there? Uh, like, uh, we, we kind of were expecting that we weren't, we either thought we were going to get one or the other. We either thought we were going to have like, uh, someone that comes really aggressive and goes for it the first three rounds, or we thought we were going to have somebody laid back and kind of not not survive but more or less just try to get the rounds in and then maybe take advantage of me not ever really doing a 10 round fight right i think he's got a little bit more rounds than me but uh but we kind of with the team we kind of had that game plan that we thought we'd slowly break them down uh i didn't think it was going to be that quick Neither obviously <laughs> like uh i would have liked to do a little bit more and i know his team was a little 
upset about uh, the stoppage, but I think it was coming either way. I, I believe so. I think it was coming. Uh, honestly, when I look back at the replay, you know, third round, you 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 were smothering him. There was nowhere he was going. Uh, he did prove he did prove that he's got a pretty good chin on him, man. He did take some pretty devastating shots from you. Uh, I was surprised that he actually came through. Uh, when did you when? At, at what point did you really feel that you know you had it and and you were able to like put this away? Well, it's one of those things where like as a fight fighter's mindset, like you, you obviously go in there confident, and you always have got to have that uh, mindset that obviously it might go the distance and uh, it's boxing, so anything can happen. Uh, first round kind of happened, and I usually like I like to try to steal the round, but kind of figure out the guy and. Uh, and then what, when when I really knew I was gonna like probably put it away a lot sooner than I thought was in the second round when I landed that straight right hand and it was the first drop like where I dropped him and he kind of fell into the ropes. Right. Uh, I, I said to my dad after the fight, I've never felt a right hand like land that flush. <laughs> Something that me and my like my team have been like we we kind of knew you you study the fighters right like we knew he kind of had a little left and we knew he kind of leans in with his head so the whole timing it and we timed it perfect and as soon as i hit him with that i was like okay this isn't going around five yeah yeah you you, you just you just you crushed it man it was great great performance um so now how does it feel being crowned the new ibc welterweight champ and that's a you know big big belt there uh, i guess one of the first of many that you will be uh you know, claim it in your career. Uh, how, how does that feel to, you know, claim that strap? Oh, uh, it feels good. And not just that, uh, I think uh, from what I've heard from people is that I've opened up a lot of eyes. Uh, there was like before I used to box with a lot of emotion and a lot of whatever, but now it's kind of, I do it for the love of it. I think I said that in your last podcast, yeah. like you have a career and stuff. And now it's kind of doing it for myself and my, uh, my dad and, and my team. So I'm starting to, I'm starting to get my my movement going, and I'm starting to, like, we're back. That's, yeah. that's thing. So yeah, <laughs> I hear that. I hear now that. What's next? Uh, yeah, exactly. What, what, my what, dad, what? Uh, we took we took the last week off to kind of enjoy it and uh, kind of wrap up. All the people know, all the boxes in Ontario know the ticket sales and all that drama. So we had to kind of get that wrapped up. I wanted to get that wrapped up before coming back to the gym. Right. So uh, I'll be starting up late this this week, and then hopefully we could snag something maybe July or early August. Oh, that'd be nice. See you in the ring that quick. That'd be great. Um, so what's um what uh, what were what was the whole big thing? Do you, did did you know what happened in the audience afterwards uh, after the whole fight? Because that was a big that was a pretty big thing going on in the audience. I know we captured footage of it. But uh, we didn't really get the whole gist of what was going on. It's I don't know some mixed emotions, bad feelings that the the fight didn't go the right way. Is, is that what happened? Uh, so I think what I, what I kind of explained to people was uh, that a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's a boxing event. It's a family event. That shouldn't have happened." Blah, blah, blah. People were making a big deal about it, but but then you look at it on the other side and then you know everybody was emotionally involved in the uh the fight and that means that they wanted it so to me yeah. it, it's not necessarily bad that like obviously you don't ever want that to happen but it just means emotions were there and that that usually means that they wanted it so and then uh it kind of fired me up because i was in the ring 
because I seen my little brother Spencer in the middle of it. And that's what yeah. kind of really fired me up. Like, okay, I'm done with the fight. What the hell's going on with the Because <laughs> I know he, he's fighting this weekend. So, right. right. That's, uh, yeah, man. You got to protect that family, right? So, yeah. definitely. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad nothing really, uh, nothing really transpired from it. Nobody really got hurt. It was calmed down. Uh, great event put on by Mr. Williams there. Um, you know, it was his first, hopefully, first of many. Uh, you know, put. You couldn't ask for a more, uh, you know, a more exciting main event for his first card and for such a historical card in Brantford, you know, having two, you know, two titles on the same show, you walking away with one. What's, um, you know, like there, there have been many people to hold that belt. What, what is the feeling now? Like there's been, there's been some people in the past that have held that belt, you know, some very uh, significant names in boxing. And now you are one of them. How does that feel? Uh, so I, I kind of, Everybody's asking, like, so what, what do you do next? Because a lot of people don't understand the boxing game. Right. But uh, I always try to explain to them it's kind of like climbing a ladder. There's, like, there's steps. You got to keep going up, and then you just keep going up. So my my thing is kind of what's next. Uh, obviously, everybody aims to get a top 15 ranking. Uh, I think if I could get a fight July or August, just, like, another – like. I took a lot of time off boxing in the last four years. So if you could get one more fight and then maybe by the end of the year, I could get one of those top 15 rankings, then it'll be a successful year. So I think that's kind of on to the next one. Definitely. So you took a week off. What, what, what did you do in your week off? Cause I know you're in the gym all the time. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit about the personal life. What, what did you do? Well, not, not so much a week off. There's a, there's a good group of kids that ended up coming to the show. Uh, and we were thankful that Bill Williams was able to get us an extra hotel room. I actually switched to the suite where my baby and uh, my fiance can come in the room. And then we gave a couple of the kids from the gym and my sister, like my, my hotel room. And uh, we ended up making it a pretty good night. Uh, Excellent. I quickly zipped over to the carnival that was going on there and got a slushie. <laughs> then, uh, then I thought it would, then I thought I would, uh, Go to McDonald's on the way home. That's usually that's the Wilcox thing. Usually the only thing open by the time the shows are done. Are right, right, right. McDonald's. So, so usually, and, and like I said, my, for those who know my daughter, she really loves loves her food. So I, I said I wanted to uh, get a Big Mac and split it with her. So nice, nice. Kind of great, great, great victory dinner, man. Great victory dinner. You didn't get to ride any rides though, eh? I'm no, sure. I didn't. I didn't get to. I think it was closed. It closed at eleven o'clock. They said, and I think uh, we got there at like eleven o one. Still there, so <laughs> at least at least you got some of that great carnival that was going on. You know what a big event, huge event. Uh, honestly, great venue. I was super excited to be there and be part of it, and uh, you know, and be part of your your great winning here of this of this newly new crowned IBC welterweight champion that you have, and and so you know. I, I can't wait. So a couple of months, you think you can get back in the ring by like end of July, early August. Um, what are you going to do? Like close out the year? How many more fights do you think you want to have before the year is done? Uh, so I think the game plan is to slowly come down. Like uh, I personally don't really want to, like, I don't think fighting at 147 is where I'm at right now. Uh, I think I would, li I would like to, if, if the fight is, it all depends in Ontario, there's a super rule of the day of weigh-ins. Uh, yeah. So I think if, if it's the day before Wayne's, I'd like to try like 144 and slowly. And then like if I if I can get a title by the end of the year, uh, I'll probably be trying to get the title at 140. There's some 
potential good fights here in uh, not just Canada and Ontario that can happen at uh, 140. So maybe we can make something happen there. If not, then we might have to bring somebody in. Definitely. Honestly, I think uh, I think this new belt that uh, that you won and uh, this last performance has definitely opened up some doors for you. Uh, I think I think your name has been 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 passed through the years now, man. I think they know who you are. I think they know that you're here. You're a serious contender at that weight. Um, honestly, if if you feel more comfortable at a lower weight, I can't wait to see how well you're going to do in the ring there, man. Because you know, if you didn't feel that you were the greatest there, you looked really good. I'll tell you that much from that performance. No, it. it it was good i just i come uh like i've been boxing since i was eight years old so usually like to to help you get in like fight zone you usually gotta cut a little bit of weight and to be honest not saying this weight cut was like super easy but it definitely wasn't hard it was uh it was kind of tough because it's like you don't know when to start like really cutting out so much like obviously healthy food but it's hard to start like getting really into the zone and like focus on the fight and starting the weight cut hard when you don't really uh when you're so close to the weight already so i think if i could give 140 a try i think i could really hurt some people at 140. i think so i think so you know uh 140 that's you know you're gonna pick up a hell of a lot more speed and you already show that you have the speed you have the footwork uh definitely you got that power too and you know sit those guys down sitting on those punches man I'm telling you, there was a few there where I, I, I honestly, I, I'm surprised he was still standing, man. And some of those shots you gave him. Yeah. Was, it's, there, was, there, was there that one shot in the fight where you were like, man, he should have just dropped? Yeah, the, probably that second round. Where, <laughs> but that's okay. He was, he was a game fighter. Uh, yeah. And clearly, by by the way, everything went near the end there. Uh, you could tell he was, he emo- like, he really wanted to win, but uh, it wasn't his night. Uh, and what I really like to show is like even even when I'm in the gym, it's tough because I know I'm strong. My whole team knows I'm strong, but we haven't been really getting those knockouts, and we're finally we're finally starting to get them. So now hopefully we can open up some eyes and uh, keep the knockout streak going. Right. Was there anything um, anything that you were maybe disappointed in your performance? Was there something that maybe you thought you could have done better in that performance, even though it was a wonderful performance? Uh, well, I, I'm like most boxers or if they ever watch their fights, they're probably like, I know some people don't even like watching their fights. You just get their coach to and get it to, and then they get them to critique it. But, uh, I don't, I personally don't like watching myself fight because I, I'm very picky on like just little, little stuff that I know I could have done better. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm just, uh, the. I haven't, I haven't even really been able to watch it. I've seen the highlights. I like the highlights, but uh, <laughs> no, the highlights aren't usually usually where where you can correct stuff. The highlights are usually where all the good stuff happens, and that's not always the right thing for fighters to see. Right. right. So this uh, this historical card, this one that you want to that, that you're putting on with uh, you and your whole family, uh, is that still in the works? And and what date is that looking? When are you looking to do that? Yeah, obviously in the boxing world, a lot can happen. Uh, the idea would be to put on that big show. No matter what, I think we're going to put on a show. Uh, it just depends which brothers are going to be on it because right. like like last time, Sheldon got hurt. Who knows? Jesse might get a good fight opportunity. Spencer might get a fight. Like it's 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 tough to call it super far away, but it's definitely something's definitely going to happen. Uh, obviously, we'd love to do that, but 
everybody's got to kind of be on board and uh, it's got to be a family thing, right? I can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be the, the, the Canadian dynasty family, the Wilcox clan coming yeah. through with, with what, what five, five members of the family. Is this what we're looking at Get to set the Guinness book of world records? It's going to be five. Yeah, that would, that would be, yeah. So I, it's weird. Cause as soon as I had the last podcast with you, uh, they're like right away. Uh, I'm pretty sure the record book posted a little bit of like, I don't know if they're listening, but I Maybe. don't know. <laughs> they posted something about like Canelo. Canelo has five brothers and, or seven, but, uh, but they don't, like I kind of mentioned, uh, they're not, they weren't blood, like same right. mom, same dad. Right. So I think that that has like a higher, I don't know. To me, it's. Oh yeah, know. definitely. But it'll definitely it'll definitely set a record somewhere. And yeah. some, it's definitely gonna set a record. It and should so be anyways, because I know if you look at his card, there's there were uh the seven siblings, and yeah. uh I think three of them lost, so that's only four wins. When we do it, we'll get five wins. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love it. So what's uh what's the week looking like for you now? Like what you're slowly getting back into it. How's like? Are you just gonna jump back into a full tilt? Or are you just gonna ease back into the training and and wait till you're here for a fight before you start pouring it on? What's what's the game plan now for the next couple of weeks? I was hoping to go to the gym today, but I actually got uh, I got kind of told by my fiance that I should probably work on our. We haven't sent out the wedding venue or the oh. wedding. Okay. So I think we should sit down and get that all figured out before I start getting on this little train. Because once the boxing starts going, it's hard to like veer off of it. Sorry, just had to just had to mute that uh, call that was coming in. Forgot to forgot to put that on silent. Uh, yeah, so I guess yeah, your wife's gonna want you to uh, put put together these wedding things. Uh, when's the date for that? By the way, when when when's uh, it? I think it's August 20th. Oh, God. August 26th. Wow. Wow. It's coming quick, eh? Yeah. That's why I think it would be nice if I could get a fight. Not too close to it because I, right. I know I could get some bruises, but it would be nice to get one before. Because then after the wedding, of course, I'll probably take take a little bit of time off. And then, right. um, and then we'll do the thing at the end of the year. And then that'll be a pretty big 2023 for me. It'll be three fights, hopefully three knockouts. A top top fifteen ranking, married. Yeah. It's been a four year journey to get married. We were going to get married during COVID, so that'll be a pretty big year for us. Definitely, definitely. And you know, you know, COVID. COVID's one of those things, man. A lot of things didn't survive. It's you know, a lot a lot of people didn't uh, you know didn't make it. Some people didn't you know their careers yeah. have fallen off. There's a lot of things that have gone off. It's nice to see that you have your you know your career on the straight and narrow. Everything's starting to look good in the up and up. You know, you're climbing those ranks. You're opening those doors. You're gonna be married by the end of the year. It's yeah. Good stuff. Uh, anything you wanna? Anything you wanna let us know about uh, for the future before we get out of here? Because I know you're a very busy man. I don't want to keep you too much longer. No. Uh, just I'd like to give another thanks to uh, Wisdom Wisdom Promotions and uh, Bill Williams for having me part of their show. And I'd like to thank you guys for the podcast and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, and that's it. All right. Well, Bradley, just stick around for a sec. You know, 
Uh, we'll, we'll we'll say our proper goodbyes at the end. Uh, okay. You know, to all the fans out there that are watching around the world, thank you for tuning into this this episode of Knuckle Up with Mike Gore and our newly crowned IBC welterweight champ, Bradley the Truth Wilcox. Yeah, man, the truth the truth's here, man. The truth's here. You said yeah. it. You said it. You did it. You showed it. You're back. We talked about it. It's great, guys. We'll see you next time. Same time, same channel. New prospects. You know what it is, guys. Peace. Thank you.